Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. God Network News, Episode 99. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Welcome once again, God Network News fans, to another episode that is part of a new series that my wife and I were able to record and interview some incredible stories from the Middle East. We were able to meet with several workers uh, doing church planting work in the region and just ministering to people. And wow, what amazing things that God is doing amongst Arabs in the Middle East. It's incredible. And I want to bring this to you as a series so the next 12 episodes will be testimonies from these uh, incredible workers that are doing amazing miracles through the power of God as they pray for people's needs and seeing people come to Christ. So without further ado, I want to launch right into the next episode in this wonderful set of stories. So when we were sharing in our Equip to Go seminar, we're talking about the progression of it's not just telling them all these apologetics and the facts and then saying, oh, what do you think? But it's them experiencing it. And over and over, you've been sharing with us about the power of dreams and healing. And then they ask, what happened to me? What was mm-hmm. that all about? Mm-hmm. So do you have a story of how that's happened, um, Kate, in your ministry of sharing with um, ladies from the Muslim world of of how they saw the ex- they had the experience and then they asked what happened and what were some of the things you shared with them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking even a couple of weeks ago, um, I was out at Starbucks, and um, you like Starbucks? I do really do. <laughs> we should get some kickback from Starbucks on the episode. Here. So true. They should sponsor me. Um, but. Yeah, there was a a group of probably like five local girls and um, I walked up with one of my friends who was visiting and we just introduced ourselves to these young girls and they were so kind. They invited us to sit down and we're just having normal conversation and I made a simple offer to the group of them and I just said, I don't know if this is weird, but I am a follower of Jesus 
and it is written in the New Testament that he can heal your bodies. And just before I go, I just want to ask any of you, do you have any pain in your bodies that I can pray for you right now? And they were all very shy and giggled. Um, but one, but they all kind of pointed at one girl and they said, she has back pain. So simply asked this older girl, would you feel comfortable if I just asked Jesus, um, if I prayed to him, ask him to heal your back right now? And she said, okay. And so um, made a very simple prayer. Jesus, would you heal this woman's back? She got healed right there on the spot. Well, another girl in the group said, um, you know, they're asking her, "Did are you really healed? She said, yes. Well, this other girl says, do you think Jesus would want to give me a husband? And I said, yeah, I think he would. And so she said, can you make a, can you pray a blessing for me to get a husband? I said, sure. So again, this meeting people with their, yeah. their real desires, it was so That's fun. Right. So we prayed for this girl as well. Well, all of them said, how, how does this work? And I, we got to say, well, we believe that Jesus is alive and that when we pray in his name, that he comes and he heals. And so I just agree with what we're all saying about, um, when people can hear with their ears, when they can know with their mind, but when they can also experience a moment of transformation in their life, you got to be a little curious. Yeah, well, that's right. I think also what Carol was mentioning, uh, that uh, there's been a lot of studies done on how people learn, how they take in information and understand things. And in the Western world, we tend to sort of have this logical progression, you know, we we, we think we read about it or we get the facts and then we sort of apply it to our lives or to experience. Yeah. But most other cultures, including this part of the world in the Middle East, people experience things first mm -hmm. and emotion is connected to it. And then they ask the question, what just happened to me? Like Carol was saying, yeah. then they get understanding and they learn from. So mm -hmm. they're learning from experience. So if that's the case, they have to experience the gospel, like what you guys yeah. are talking about. They have to experience right. Christ's presence and his power. And then the question comes, what just happened to me? How did this happen? Who was this that did this uh, to me? And that's what impacts their lives. And that's what they're going to remember. Yeah. You know, the next time they're in trouble or, or sick or something, guess who they're going to pray to? Oh, yeah, right. so so that's so cool. Right. Yeah. So you've been sharing some great stories of how God's used you just by being there and praying for people. But what advice do you have for people that say, I feel a calling to the Middle East? Um, maybe uh, some feel, that, oh, they need to get a Ph.D. in Islamic studies to know everything there is to know to how to reach the Muslim world. Um, but what advice would you have for people to be best prepared to reach out to people in this part of the world? I think you're never going to be fully ready. So if you wait for the moment that you're fully ready, I don't think you'll ever move out here. Um, so I think definitely get training there. I mean, in this day and age, there's so many good podcasts. Nabil Qureshi is, is a name. He has a lot of good teaching. Uh, that you can listen to that just paints a bit of a picture of the Muslim world and the Muslim mind. So I think pursue um, training and learning. Um, but at the end of the day, I found that the most um, learning that I've done happens when you actually are here on the field and yeah, actually doing the stuff rather than in a classroom. I just love yeah. the 
the model of Jesus, uh, how he taught his disciples. There was teaching times where he spoke stuff and taught them stuff, but a lot of it was hands-on, like yeah. come watch me heal this sick person or watch yeah. me preach the gospel or watch me do the stuff. So mm -hmm. I think there's just nothing like actually getting out here and just trying to go after it, you know, whether you feel fully prepared or not. Um, and then just lastly, I would say, having a team around you has been so important uh, just for sustainability and mm -hmm. just being out here uh, almost three years now and not going home. Um, just having a community around you has been so, so important. So I would say, um, you know, if the Lord's clearly speaking, just you go and you don't have anyone around you, be obedient. But um, I think a really wise thing to do would be join a missions organization, uh, you know, get a team around you before going out like my wife did. Yeah, that's great stuff. I would say one thing. I would say if you want to to best prep, learn to become initiatory, because no, at, at this point, at the status of things in the Middle East, most people aren't going to come walking up to you to say, "Tell me everything you know about Jesus." Now we have heard those stories, and we're believing for those stories. But at this point, you need to know how to be initiatory and. We do a lot of work, put a lot of effort into every day when I'm at the grocery store, when I'm at the mall, just saying hello, giving a greeting, striking up a spiritual conversation, praying for the people who we see are sick, giving prophetic words to strangers, and um, being involved, obviously, in your jobs and community, in your ministries that you're working on. Um, in everything you do, be initiatory towards people. And it, I would say it doesn't matter if you're the quiet type, if you're the um, the shy type, introvert, expert, it doesn't matter. There's room for all. But can you take a first step and reach out to somebody? Um, and I would say practice that before you come. Practice it every day when you get here. And, and the rest you can easily take care of listening to podcasts and studying more apologetics. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, so has that excited you listeners about coming out to this area? So again, the email to contact um, these wonderful couple will be in the show notes. And as a final uh, challenge, just um, I know uh, Andrew and Kate said they're open for people to come. They have short-term teams come. Wouldn't you love to be oriented to this region by this wonderful couple? So have them, I just want them to uh, close and giving a challenge to come out to the Middle East and come work and serve on a short-term team and explore opportunities for ministry here. Yeah, come. There, there's a need. I I'm decided to move out to the field, not because I had the heavens open over me and a dream and a vision saying go. I completely went because the Great Commission said go somewhere. So I knew there was a need in the Middle East um, and the opportunity arose and I, I went. So I just want to encourage the people who haven't uh, necessarily had yeah, the dream or the vision or the very uh, clear word of the Lord, but have that desire in their heart to make an impact. Uh, there's such a need in this in this region. So, um, yeah, come on a short-term trip. You don't have to make the full plunge right away. Um, but, yeah, just take the first step. Come out. I would just say media worldwide um, portrays the Middle East as hostile and scary and violent and dark. And, you know, that that could be true but i would say spiritually what we've experienced is an outpouring of the spirit in our worship and prayer times when we go out and and move supernaturally and so i would just say if 
if you want to go to the hardest and darkest, come here. But I would also just say, if you want to go to a place and receive a deep drink of an outpouring of the spirit, come to the Middle East. And there is a great need for you. And um, it's it. there's hard days, but it is unbelievable how, um, how much we have encountered the spirit of God. And so come, just keep coming, being with Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure our God Network News fans and listeners will be very inspired and I hope challenged to take up that that challenge of yours to to consider coming out and working with you short term or long term. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I want all of our listeners to be praying for them, praying for the work that's going on here in the Middle East. And if you want to see miracles, if you want to see God just fully uh, let loose to be who he is in people's lives and, uh, you know, doing amazing miracles and healings and all this, come to the Middle East because God's doing amazing things here. Often people say, well, where the need is, that's where God's doing incredible things. And it's true. The need is great here and God's doing great things. And so if you want to be on the cutting edge, if you want to be out front where the Lord is doing his work in incredible ways, this is the place to be at. So uh, be at. So don't miss it and uh, listen to God and obey him. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody here and my lovely wife for leading this interview. Uh, it's been really great. Thank you. Thank you.